I'm the best in the world at what I do. I've been the best since day one. On this microphone, in the booth, in my bed, I live it. I breathe it. I am it. Welcome to the Soldier. Such an underachiever, the only highlight that I'm accustomed to Is the one from the reefer I thought I was the man with the beeper All my contemporaries awoke while I'm sleeping Benjamin Button got me out here teething Look on social media, success got me seething No green eyes, no envy in my vision Too much idle time, got my mind wanting Christian I'm a man of honor, but behind the armor I'm weak and wonder why my kindness is my weakness Passive aggressive to partake in the sneakers Put the up to dawn to intelligent the best Fuck Don C, Donnie Ooh, and all the aliases yeah. Fuck Mike too and Andre for being careless Tired of holding all my feelings Tired of my action being judged without the meaning Tired of always being asked to pipe down Don't wonder why I'm animated cause I hate clowns Really shouldn't matter if I'm in or out of town What really should matter is the BS I'm around Everybody saw me for me except me How could that be a surprise? It's my destiny I work hard yet hate people's fortune Not wishing harm to anyone Torture Word. I killed Darn C like two years ago Yet he keeps on getting resurrected and fucking up my life Switched it over to Donnie Oo like that was a big fucking difference Really wasn't Still living a lot. I guess I just gotta put both of them to rest. Welcome to another edition of the Salty Thoughts of Donnie U podcast, featuring the one and only, for a limited time only, Donnie U, best of whatever he does. Yeah, man. I ain't going to lie. I had a big grandiose thought of what I was going to do this week for this edition 
for this week's episode and a combination of things um, made me kind of reconsider my initial plans. I was going to uh, kind of split it in half because I did notice that there was a good reception last week of me not talking about sports. Ain't that a bitch? So I was going to be like, well, you know, I could serve two masters at once. I can give my thoughts on what's continuous, continuously going on here in New York City, dealing with the, well, Mayor Benson and uh, Nurse Jackie, oh, my bad, Governor Hochul, and their ongoing follies that affect the people that live in the state of New York, especially in the five boroughs of the city of New York. And then I could really just have some fun and concentrate on the losers of this past weekend's NFL wild card game slate. But throughout the day leading up to this recording, I started having second thoughts about a lot of things. And I ain't going to lie, this is the first time in a while that at the time of recording, my mood is kind of ornery. Dare I say this is the first time this year that I've had a real ornery mood. Um, But I will say this. Right before I pressed record, when I was gathering my equipment, and just, you know, pretty much getting my thoughts together. I um checked on the Facebook page. I mean, I, I, I went on Facebook. Now, I'm not really a frequent visitor of Facebook nowadays, you know, because I just, a lot of times I just pretty much just go there just to, post promo stuff of you know hitting gens football and if i go live on the youtube streets or you know even shoot even promo or promote this podcast but i don't know for some reason matter of fact not for some reason lately i've been going there just to get some type of inspiration on certain certain quotes that i've seen you know i look at listen i i know a lot of times it's just like a page or a and they just putting quotes up there, or whatever. But they do they do at times um, give me some type of motivation, especially in my journey of trying to remain as positive as I possibly can. So I came across a post from the good friends at Gimmick Infringement, Winchester and McDowell. And to my surprise, and hopefully not to yours, a new article was posted on the GIPod.com page, you know, their website. And this article was penned by none other than stick to the side, Tyler J. McDowell. It was a post chronicling his journey throughout life on hip-hop and wrestling um at one time i believe in his past he was a big drake fan and he's grown to be very right pretty much he's grown out of drake due to drake's stagnation 
in his artistry. And he was a big CM Punk fan, which I'm not going to lie. I currently still am, even though he does have flaws. But that's kind of what attracts me to him because of the flaws that he have. You know, in some ways, mirror the flaws that I have. Um, But yeah, I read the article because at first I was like, you know what? I'm going to read this article when I finish recording. I'm like, you know what? No. Something drew me. I'm like, you know, I need to read this. And the title of it is Chicago Freestyle Outgrowing Childhood Idols. And while that might not be really my mindset, it it kind of gave me a window into his. And it also allowed me to kind of like take a step back of what I was currently feeling, my angst that I haven't felt in a while and just take a step back. And like, at the end of the day, is it really worth it? At the end of the day, you're still trying to, you have a journey that you're on and you being angry for, or I shouldn't say angry, but just being in a state of irritation is going to prevent you from, or temporarily pause that journey that I'm on. So, with that being said, I'm like, you know, the tone of this episode is going to be way different than it probably would have if I would have recorded before I read this entry on the the gimmickinfringement.com page. Um, So, also, I realized, I'm like, you know what? I'm probably not going to talk about sports again this week. Actually, I'm going to try to make this as short as I possibly can while cramming in the info in my opinions that I wanted to. I am going to tell y'all right now, the topics on hand are going to be as follows. This past week, News came out that uh, the city had brokered a deal with uh, I forgot the name of the hotel, but pretty much for hotel space in the in the city, I mean in Manhattan, to the tune of two hundred and seventy-five million dollars to give uh, space to the income incoming migrants that are being bussed from Texas. Not only that, another story came out that some hotel workers were expressing frustration on the amount of quote unquote, well, food quote unquote being wasted. And I guess that's helping double their workload. And finally, governor Hochul, you know, nurse Jackie herself broached the idea that in the New York city limit, I mean, in the New York city area, we already had a deduction or reduction from the standard 30 mile per hour speed limit in the city a couple years ago when they introduced Vision Vision Zero um, to help combat the amount of hit and runs or just car accidents that's happened in the city over the years. She's broached the idea of dropping another five miles per hour. So So it started at 30, went to 25, and now she wants to do 20. And I have a lot of thoughts on that. 
for those who are interested, and this is see, this is how I become a benevolent dude. Also, because it actually benefits me too. But regardless, for those interested in my football thoughts or any football recaps of this past week's, or should I say, this past weekend's NFL wild card action, I would love for y'all to check out Hidden Gems Football this Thursday, both on the 19 Media Group YouTube page and in audio version on all streaming platforms wherever podcasting, well, should I say podcasts? I always get that shit messed up. Podcasts are available. Yeah. That will be your one-stop shop for Donnie Ooze, well, Mike's feelings on what happened this past week. Matter of fact, probably not so much what happened this past week, but it would get you in the know. So going forward in the postseason action along with the Mojo King. So for all football-related content, check out Hidden Gems Football later on this week, Thursday, Thursday afternoon or so. It'll drop on all streaming platforms, and it will drop on the YouTube page of the 19 Media Group. So, yeah, that's what's on deck this episode. That's what's on deck this week. I probably should just get into it and then talk a little bit more of my ish during the outro but one thing i cannot save into the outro because it's on the top of my mind and i do not want to get too far in and really just forget about it this past week matter of fact today to be exact monday martin luther king jr um holiday martin luther king jr's day which is a holiday which is should have been a holiday from years and years years i mean it's been anyway before I mess this up, I spent quality time with my sister, Ooh. Not only did I spend quality time with my sister, Ooh, I was joined by my daughter, Mia Ooh. <laughs> I know she's going to kill me because she probably listened because I'm trying to talk so slow. Well, low. But yeah. And not only did we spend quality time together, I was able to really get to know my three youngest nephews by my older niece. Ooh, um, yeah, it was it was a, it was a good it was a good afternoon. Um, my nephews, I believe, are the ages of four, two, and seven months, and it really just. This time of year, as um, February gets closer, it does get harder for me. Um, and spending that time with, you know, my ex- my family, I won't even say extended family, but my, my family, uh, really kind of just kind of kept me on track. So I wanted to, Sister Ooh, I love you. Um, I had a great time. Um, your niece slash my daughter at a great time, and um, we need to do that more frequently and hopefully very soon. So, with all that being said and done, let's get this show on the road. Huh? Without further ado, good night Mwah! and goodbye.
said in the intro, one of the topics, or well, two of the topics that I'm going to broach today, and um, yeah, this is going to be a one-segment show, you know, well, one-topic show, really, and just, just all combining it, because it all affects me, well, it affects those of us in the New York City area. Um, like I said, one of the topics that I went, I was going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about is the deal that's been put in place by the city of New York and broken by Mayor Adams, um, in which for $275 million, hotel space will be used. Well, pretty much vacant hotel space will be used for the incoming migrants that are being bused from the southern border. And while, and a lot of times, I'm not going to lie, especially the last year or so, there's a lot of topics that I might have wanted to speak on, but to play to play it on the safe side, not to be controversial or not to be perceived as just being a troll, I just chose to like keep it strictly sports. And even now when I'm speaking on it, I mean, you can feel how you feel. Because it's my opinion, you have your opinion, or what have you. And, but this is not really meant to be disrespectful. This is not meant to be, quote-unquote, conservative. This is not meant to be, quote-unquote, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's not a black and white issue. Listen to me, and maybe you'll see my point of view. Um, For years, especially over the last five years, when we, matter of fact, especially during the de Blasio years, where we had a, a massive uptick in the homelessness population. A lot of people would ask, well, you know, you got all this space. You have all this, all these buildings that are not being utilized. You have all these hotels that are not being utilized, especially in the very beginning of the pandemic, when you was trying to get the homelessness, the homeless off the streets, the homeless into shelters, the homeless from being, um, preventing the homeless from being the casualties of war in this pandemic, this ongoing pandemic. And we was always heard, no, we can't do that. Or, oh, we'll look into it, but nothing was ever done. So over the last handful of months, I believe the number is 36,000 Immigrants have been bussed up to New York City because we are a sanctuary city. And we are not really receiving any funding from the federal government to help this ongoing crisis. Not only that, like I said, I find it very frustrating that for years, and especially in the last couple years where you being out on the street was almost a death sentence eventually, not so much through violence, even though violence has crept up, but just for the fact that we're going through a health crisis. We had, we had, we had, we have COVID, then we had the monkeypox, then we had this, then we had that. Pretty much every time you turned around, there was some type of health crisis. And the ones, the casualties of war were the homeless. 
they ended up on the subways. They're still in the subway system. Nobody wanted to go to the shelter system because that was almost like penitentiary. The Uso penitentiary. Yeet. There was, and uh, and then a lot of people, a lot of you know, a lot of those that were unfortunately homeless. Like you know, I'd probably be better fending off for fending off for myself out here. So it's numerous reasons why this was a problem. But I just find it funny that uh, now, all of a sudden, that space that could have been utilized two to three years ago. Because, yeah, guess what? We're going on three years. Matter of fact, we yeah, I think, I believe, what, next month will be officially three years of the pandemic. Don't let it fool you, because you know the propaganda is coming out right now that, yeah, we got this super variant that actually targets people who have uh, had COVID prior or have gotten vaccinated. So I'm like, wow. So that means if you never had COVID, I guess you're good. Look, you're speaking to a person that's had COVID twice. And I'm vaccinated, but not boosted. Because at this point in time, I don't believe none of this shit. Look, I I, I do what I can do. Um, Based on my current situation, my current health situation, I can't wear a mask for a prolonged amount of time. So right then and there, I'm pretty much at my place of business. I'm making a choice of, okay, well, let's put it this way. I can't wear a mask over my nose for a long period of time because it causes me to, it causes me to hyperventilate yeah cats out the bag i'm having anxiety problems so at my place of business at my place of work when i'm by myself i don't have my mask on i pretty much i come in i put my mask on I wipe the hell out the booth i spray it down with lysol i'm probably going through a can of lysol every two days now I'm lying, but that's how much I'm spraying down. And then I ventilate the place. And then pretty much I choose not to wear a mask and by myself. When somebody comes in, I put a mask on, but I put it pretty much the re- the, the silly way of putting it underneath my nose. But I will keep it over my mouth to try to mitigate whatever spittle that might come out my mouth for whoever may come in. That's what I do. It is what it is. I pretty much have to make the choice. All right, well, either I'm going to hyperventilate every fucking day or I'm going to take a chance to catch a cold, catch the flu, or catch COVID for not the first, not the second, but the third time. It is what it is. I know I just got on a tangent real quick. But... Like I said, I just don't understand. And now all of a sudden we got we got this we got this space, right? Mayor Adams, Mayor Benson went to El Paso, Texas, I believe was either the 15th or the 16th, either Sunday or Monday, to call for immigration reform. And for once, that's probably the only this is probably the only time I would actually be in agreement with Mayor Benson because yeah, something has to be done. This patchwork, whatever patchwork immigration policy that we have right now, it's not working. And just like every time 
another city in this country has a catastrophe to happen, has a crisis on their hands, guess who's usually one of the first people to respond? New Yorkers. Uh, fire, fire, uh, firemen from New York. Uh, health healthcare workers from New York. We're always usually the first ones to respond and give aid. A lot of a lot of our taxpayer dollars have gone out the city to help other states because that's pretty much how part, that's some that's how the government works. Sometimes states help states. And then when you can't do that, then you call on the on the feds to come in and supplement what you cannot do yourself. So Mayor Benson went down there and pretty much said, look, the federal the federal government needs to help New York City out. And other states need to repay the favor. We don't help you out when in, in which go in the crunch. Y'all need to do the same. And like I said, I'm not a big fan of Mayor Adams at all. But I feel like he has some truth in this. I'm personally biased because, like I said last week, I'm a little pissed off that all of a sudden the line drawn in the sand when it comes to this open border policy was automatically, oh, well, now, uh, you know, uh, people from El Salvador, people from Nicaragua. And, uh, you know, the Haitians, yeah, y'all don't have free amnesty. Y'all don't have carte blanche to come here. Even though, like I said, Brooklyn, to be ex to be exact, has a large Haitian population. Now, like I said, it's not it's not it's not the popular thing to speak against the lack of a real policy, but it's correct. Like, I'm not trying to sound like a, a quote-unquote conservative, but how come we always have a reserve to help everyone else? But the ones that have been here are left to fend for themselves. Like I said, I'm talking about the less fortunate. I'm even talking about the middle class. The working class, to be exact. There was years ago, I had a song called Blue collar rap. I used to deem myself or call myself the blue collar hero. You know, yeah, it was a little bit, you know, disillusioned, but whatever. That's that was my twist. Those of us who work and make a certain amount, you're not rich, you're not poor. You pretty much work. Sometimes you're working check to check. Like I am not ashamed to say I'm a I'm I work month to month. Because if anything happens, a catastrophe of epic uh, proportions, I might have a, I might have enough to get through a month. Not proud to say it, but that's reality. Especially the way everything is being squeezed nowadays that you can't afford shit. I mean, now there's this big uproar about the price of eggs. Yeah, shoot, where was this big uproar last 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 year when gas was six dollars a gallon? I mean, yeah, you heard it in certain places, but we never really had to deal with that shit in the new in, in the city. 
Now, like, wait, uh, carton of eggs are like, damn, there's seven, eight dollars a, a pack, a carton, a dozen, especially the eggs. I eat, I, I eat eggland, eggland's best. I don't eat that, that grade A shit, you know, the pink and the, and the green. No, I don't eat that shit. I eat eggland. Eggland was expensive as is. Now eggland like damn that ten dollars ten dollars a carton. It's um, it's just very frustrating. Like, I'm not gonna say any names, and they probably I know they don't listen anyway. But I have a coworker who is an immigrant herself. She said she came to the country maybe about about thirty years ago almost, and. She pretty much pulled up her bootstraps, and I and I hate that tam- um, that terminology, but it is what it is. And she worked, you know, probably a lot of a lot of a lot of stuff that was off the books to support her and her burgeoning family, and worked her ass off to get her green card to become official, and still, it's working to this day. And even we have conversations because I try to be sensitive. I'm like, well, you know, am I wrong? Or, matter of fact, sometimes just the conversation we have, their point of view mirrors my thoughts. So now I'm like, darn, am I wrong? If somebody who has actually been in that situation feels the same way that I am? I mean, because at the end of the day, I don't have a leg to stand on to a certain degree. I was born and raised in, 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 in New York. I didn't come from another country. So... If somebody who shares that experience is saying this, like, look, we don't get we don't get no subsidies or anything. We don't get no tax breaks. We don't get no no tax credits. We don't get no we don't get any type of help. Shoot, God forbid, which God we get hurt, we pretty much gotta get a high priced lawyer to make sure we can get workers comp. Disability is usually. not approved easily. Like, yeah, it's just sometimes you got to be extra just to try to make sure. And then on top of it, then you got to be investigated, try to make sure. Well, you say you're disabled. Are you really disabled? Like I've said, the housing crisis, been, housing crisis has been here for years. Right now, you can't afford to move. Inflation is a motherfucker. Now, there's a, there was another story. And I'm not gonna really touch on this, but so much because this is gonna be this is gonna come off as me piling on. But there was a story that came out last week that hotel workers were expressing their frustration with the amount of food being wasted by the incoming migrants. Sources say people were saying taxpayer dollars are being thrown down the drain. But I will say this. Do I, or can I get any help for anything? Can I apply for SNAP benefits? Can I get uh, subsidized rent? Due to the due to the rate of inflation, my money does not stretch nearly as long as it might have done a couple years ago. But I'm caught between the rock and the hard place. I don't get subsidized shit. And yes, and I, like I said, I don't want to be that guy. But where do you think some of this funding is coming from? My tax money. Do you think it's fair 
that my tax money could go out, but I don't receive any type of benefits from my tax money besides just the municipalities. Besides the fact that, yeah, my a lot of some of well, the majority of my tax money is getting wasted on almost a billion dollars in overtime for the police department for them to do shit. See, uh, look, I, I, y'all want to come color me one way or another. Like I said, a lot of things are black and white. Things aren't red and blue. And the more people realize that things aren't red and blue and look for, and look at things for what they truly are and not be blinded by this, by this partisan rage. Maybe this country will be able to unite and get better, but I digress. We're getting squeezed by both sides and left to fend for ourselves. And this is, so you see, this is the type of stuff that causes radicalism. This is the type of stuff that causes people to be on the extreme or either side because they feel like their voices aren't being heard. I've said for years, and yeah, I aped the phrase from Mr. Phil Brooks, a.k.a. CM Punk. But I've said for years in my raps, if anything, I want to be, or I feel at some time, that I am a voice of the voiceless. I won't say I'm the voice of the voices because my voice doesn't travel that, that far anymore. Actually, never probably did. I can only take care of the world I know. And that's how far my voices reach. The world that I know. Not the world at large. Trust me, I would love it for it to reach the world at large. And maybe I have some extra coin in my pocket. Now, there was that is contra, that's a controversial take because people are like, well, you know. Shoot, if they come here, they're supposed to just eat whatever the fuck we give them. How dare, you know, that you ever heard the tr- heard the term, beggars can't be choosy? Yeah. And to a certain degree, I, I could see that point of view. I would say this. Maybe, just maybe, if possible, if possible, you know you have people coming in to the city, into this country from a totally different culture than what, let's say, maybe the food providers are used to. And this, and I don't want this to come off as shallow or discriminatory, but maybe, you know, maybe they're not really interested in a bagel and cream cheese. Maybe they would rather have a breakfast burrito. Maybe they would rather have something that they're used to, if possible. I, like I said, I feel like if we're spending all this fucking money, then at least make sure it goes to good use. Maybe they look at a pancake like, what the fuck is a pancake? You understand what I'm saying? I'm just saying. There's, that just That just leads to... To go down further down this road, even I mean, go down this road even further is going to lead to division, and that's not what I'm trying to do. But to go down further down this road, the way we're heading, it's just going to lead to a lot of resentment that's starting to bubble up in the city. 
you have a large majority of people that's like that's still trying to be on that party politics shit. Like, well, you know, if they keep on, if me, if me and Benson keeps on talking this rhetoric, he's just going to end up giving the giving the Republicans more seats in the House in twenty twenty four. Like, what the fuck are you thinking about twenty twenty four? Right when we're in the beginning of twenty twenty three, everything is not about politics. Every things need to be about real life, everyday life, day to day life. And fit in your politic bullshit wherever it may. But I go on social media, I go on TV. I mean, I listen to TV, listen to the news, and every time they have a pundit, they're always a lot of times they're always leaning one way or another. And I'm like, my man, this see that's why we're in this situation to begin with. Now, last but not least. Like I said, I'm, I'm I'm not really going that hard today because I'm just not. Nurse Jackie, my bad, Governor Hochul, broached the idea of dropping the speed limit in the city to 20 miles per hour down from the current 25 miles per hour. You know, this is where the conspiracy theorist in me comes out. How convenient that you want to have or you want to discourage people from using their car, from driving their car. Like a trip that would take me, okay, matter of fact, to come home for work. I'm not even going to talk about going to work. Matter of fact, no, I'm going to talk about going to work. To go to work, I average about 35, it takes about 35 to 40 minutes for me to leave from my house to reach my destination. And that's going to be limit. With traffic, if you slow it down to 20 miles an hour, hmm, think about it. That 35 minutes is going to probably turn into about my 43 to 48 minutes due to traffic. I when, I, when I learned how to drive, and I drove my instructor crazy because the speed limit was 30, I was going about 30. He was like, you got to slow down. I'm like, look, I can't learn how to drive at 15 miles an hour. I mean, that autom- if you got an automatic trans- transmission... It just keeps on rolling when it's at 15 miles an hour. But you you don't have no control over that. You can't really make a turn over that. You can't determine how I how I need to press on the brake when I make the turn so I don't steer out of control. You need to have some type of speed. Now, like I said, how convenient that this is being implemented or this is being talked about being implemented when the city bike program is expanding throughout the borough like wildfire. And while you would say, yeah, you know, well, that's helping the city. That's giving the city subsidies. Well, if the subsidies ain't going to people who really need them, then where's the money really going? It's going in the city, going to the city bank, the corporate backing. Do you know, in my area, in the last couple months, I have one, two, three, three city bike bays have popped up in about. A five-block span. I have one bay on Troy Avenue in Eastern Parkway. I have another bay, which to me is kind of effed up, right on side of a middle school. Actually, my old middle school, IS390. Well, I think it's called, which school? I think a lot of people probably know it by Kip Amp, Kip Amp Academy. 
And then if you go about a block and a half further down to St. John's Park, St. John's Recreation Center, you'll have another bay of city bikes there. Hmm. How convenient. You know, doesn't doesn't she look like a lizard? You see, you see when the snakes come out, you know, be, she didn't even wait to show her true intentions. I mean, there's some controversy that she's trying to back this one of these um, federal, federal uh, the state judges that lean on the conservative side, and a lot of her constituents are like, "Hey, what's going on? You this never listen, y'all, y'all don't y'all y'all think take things at face value way too much. Y'all should have saw this shit happening. Y'all should have saw this shit coming from a mile away." Do you know, and this is something, like, why don't you just want to, why don't you just say stop driving altogether? Also, there's another, there's another caveat to this that I'm seeing, another angle I see. The MTA, New York City Transit Authority, has been bitching and moaning about, oh, we need to get the ridership up. Oh, our revenue is down. Oh, the majority of people don't pay, which is true. The majority of people don't pay. But y'all don't realize that this is the old bait and switch. You try to lock down the amount of, well, you try to restrict the amount of things that a driver can do. You got all these speed cameras around. Then you want to drop the, drop it down for another five miles an hour. You want to pretty much, you talk about, Gridlock is the problem, but you're actually going to create gridlock due to the slow moving traffic. Then, yeah, oh yeah, congestion pricing is still about to come when you have to pay to get into the city below 60th Street. All these things are com being combined for, guess what? To force you to use mass transit. To force you to pay to go where you need to go. Like me personally, I done paid off my car a couple years ago. Only thing I gotta do is pay insurance and put and put gas in the tank and keep it up and keep it and keep it moving. But it's gonna get to the point that's gonna be everything's gonna be so restrictive that it's gonna force me to get on the train. And I'm a law-abiding citizen, so I said I'll actually pay on the train. And, and well, you know, I mean, people who know what I do, they know that's kind of an outright lie. But I digress. But this is all a three-pronged approach to get people to put more money out of their pocket at a time where inflation is sky high, at a time that they're about to increase the fare. Oh, yeah. If y'all didn't know, yeah, the fare's going up. It was supposed to go up two years ago, but due to the pandemic and the funding that they got, they was able to give a reprieve. But guess what? Fare going up. Y'all think that shit going to be, y'all think y'all going to bitch about 275 now? Guess what? That shit's gonna probably be about three twenty-five. Mark my words. By the beginning of the summer, the fare going up. Yeah, y'all think y'all which car are gonna get over with the Omni? We ain't talking about the Metro car. We talking about the fare. But yeah, this is a three-pronged um, approach to squeeze the middleman, to squeeze the average Joe, to squeeze. The quote unquote blue collar population. And when I say blue collar, I know there's a lot of people like, well, there's no factories no more. No, anybody that works with the public, I consider McDonald workers blue collar, to tell you the truth. I consider people that work in 
footlocker blue collar to tell you the truth anybody that deals with the public on a day-to-day basis and depend on that job to keep a roof over their head they're blue collar to me but yeah those are my three cents i'm gonna save two cents because i gave you an extra cent those are my three cents on what's going on this week in the land of new york city politics you know i swear i i've, I've taken because when gi would prom- will promote you know the salty dorsey donnie ooh for a limited time only they will always say yeah check out donnie for his thoughts his takes on the world of sports music and new york city politics and for the for the longest i'm like darn they say new york city politics because that's actually in the description but i haven't talked about politics in a while so i'm taking that shit and running with it i'm taking that baton and running with it and shoot um it kind of helps me kind of just kind of even out my ebbs and flows because shit if y'all knew the amount of parlays that got fucked up on me where that got fucked up this week yeah like i said i, I i'll say that for hidden gems football but um yeah so i'm quite sure some more some more bs to come out by the time i record next week and uh stay tuned stay tuned for the newest adventures for the latest adventures of nurse jacks nurse jackie and mayor benson do 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 well people that brings us to the end of our truncated edition of the salty dorsey donnie podcast as always i'd like to thank each and every one of y'all for making me and this here podcast the one y'all choose to listen to next week we'll be up in the air like at this point in time i ain't gonna lie i am going week to week based on what i mean well i'm going week to week trying to figure out what i'm actually going to talk about each week like yeah, I know I started and I was really like really in depth in the sports and depth in the NFL season, but then Hidden Gems football came along. So, and while I, like I said, I, I never want to take y'all for granted and I never want to lead y'all astray, you know, but at the same time, I'm quite sure a lot of y'all didn't want to hear the same thing I would spew here hidden gems football and vice versa so instead of just forcing a square peg into a circle hole a round hole to be exact um even though you know sometimes the, the best sex is putting a square peg in a circle i, I digress um <laughs> i ain't shit um yeah, I I just feel like, you know, if I'm if I'm asking y'all to support me on both these platforms, then I need to give y'all original content on both of these platforms. Not to mention the the YouTubes. Well, my YouTube of my Steph. Cause that's when I just pretty much just those that like I said before, that's more like breaking news, like stuff that I don't feel like pulling everything out and doing me. I just do the YouTube, but regardless, I I I don't want to be repeating myself on three different platforms. So 
that's why, especially um, since the beginning of the year, I've kind of diverted my topics and just really talk about some real, real life shit, you know, that affects me, affects those that I know, affects those that I care for, care for, and probably affects a lot of y'all that listen to this, whether y'all agree with me or not. And that's, that's, that's your discretion. And by all means, you know, if you disagree, then I'm quite sure there's ways you can get in touch with me and we can have a, you know, a discussion, you know, on the various platforms that you can holler at me on. Um, like I said, so next week I will be dropping. Um, shoot, I, I know, I, like I told y'all, I'm dropping these shit to skeleton. I know I'm supposed to be dropping on Wednesdays. Y'all getting them early slash late sometimes, but y'all getting them. So I might also let y'all know now, because I've been kind of hinting at it, kind of doing, you know, talking cryptically about them. Um, the salty thought to Donnie Ooh in his current iteration only has probably about three episodes left. There's only three episodes left. No, not of the actual podcast, but of the current iteration. Um, I'll definitely explain in depth at the very end of this journey, of this, well, this part of the journey. But, uh, Y'all think I'm playing when I keep on saying, yeah, Donnie Ooh is only around for a limited time, a limited time only. The the persona, the alter ego of Donnie Ooh, well, named Donnie Ooh. Um, yeah, that I'm putting that totally to rest. So if you heard, if you listen to the track at the very beginning of this podcast, it's ironic that I actually recorded that track six years ago yeah the name of that track is actually kill don c slash kill donnie oo looking back and listening back to it i'm like darn i was having i was having thoughts about doing this six years ago before i even thought about a podcast but like i said my Stuff in my personal life has made me realize that whatever I decide to do, you know, uh, hobby-wise, I want to say professional, professionally because, shit, I ain't, I ain't getting paid off this shit. But whatever I decide to do, I need to do as me. Me being Mike. You know, those who know my real my, my full name, I'm going to tell you the truth, if you just look on my Twitter page, you, know, you kind of figure it out. But you know, Mike, as in Mike Steph. You know, and that's not even going to be a persona. That's just going to be my nickname, my 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 shortened name. Um. So, with that being said, then I guess I can't have the same thing. Everything needs to progress. Everything needs to be reinvented. So, the name of this. The core will meet, remain the same, but the name will change. So after the Super Bowl, there will be no more Salty Daughter Donnie. Ooh. I decided not to go too far down, you know, reinvention lane. And it's going to be the Salty Daughter Mike Steph. Long time listeners, or at least listeners in the last year, remember, I actually had an episode entitled The Salty Thoughts of Mike Steph. 
it was my quote unquote wrestling episode last year. And I look back, I'm like, darn, it's kind of ironic. I kind of, I kind of like did it without even knowing that, you know, it was like, all right, this is me. So I figured, you know, take the mask all the way off, mask off. And yeah, this, the name of this podcast, after I returned from my self-imposed sabbatical at the end, you know, after the Super Bowl, would be the salty thoughts of Mike Steph. I got a lot of surprises in store. Uh, I've gotten a lot of help, a lot of inspiration that I might, I will probably talk about at a later date. But yeah, that's what's, that's what's coming. So a lot of people probably either got worried about me because any social media platform that I have under the name or the mnemonica of Donnie Ooh, I blacked out. I have no picture. I blacked it out because that part of me needs to be gone, needs to be retired. I'm not even going to say late to rest because that's too cryptic, especially at this point in time. And I really don't want to do that to my psyche, but it just needs to be retired, you know, but like I said, the essence will remain the same. And um, I hope, hopefully y'all will continue on this journey with me. Y'all will continue listening and rocking out with me. And don't get me wrong, like, which card, look, shit going, shit going to still be the same, but if not even the same, maybe just a little bit better. Because if y'all haven't noticed, or at least the watchers and listeners of Hidden Gents Football have noticed, I've been focused, man. Various reasons why I've been more focused, but I have been focused. And with this renewed clarity, well, with this newfound clarity and renewed focus, I plan on taking this, hopefully, to another level. I'm not going to say the top level, the echelon, the pinnacle, even though that's what I'm striving for. But yeah, so that's that. I really want to get out of here right now, but I would be remiss if I don't plug some shit. So first and foremost would be my partner in Hidden Gems football, the Mojo King, the Hidden Gems are himself. Check out Hidden Gems Golf on all streaming platforms wherever podcasts are available where he breaks down all the ins and outs of the world of fantasy golf. Available on all streaming platforms wherever podcasts are available. Also, check out the Mojo King and his partner, Really Freeman. Hey, what's what's good, brother? Where they combine for hip-hop hidden gems, where they unearth all the hidden gems in the history of hip-hop. Check out those two entities on all streaming platforms wherever podcast is available. And last but not least, check out the Mojo King and myself, as I said numerous times throughout this episode, for Hidden Gems Football. Every Thursday on YouTube, on the YouTube page of the 19 Media Group, where me and the Mojo King break down and preview the upcoming slate of games and give you ample opportunity to listen to us and maybe garner some coin and i really wish i listened to my own advice because i would have way more coin in my pocket than i have right now but i digress check us out each and every thursday on all streaming platforms wherever podcasts available and on youtube specifically the 19 media groups youtube page check out another matter of fact not even another these are my bros from the West Coast, 
from Arizona, from the great state of Arizona, Winchester and McDowell, gimmick infringement. Yes, this week, the guys talk. For, as a matter of fact, I'm going to read their description to a T because when I say y'all need to check out this episode, they got a lot of shit up their sleeve, and they're finally, matter of fact, not they finally, they blew me away. And I'm not easily impressed. But I was impressed for this one. The guys this week talk for a while. They discuss their thoughts on the Vince McMahon, Stephen McMahon, Saudi Arabia sale, and the wrestling Twitter journalism that took place around it. They also discuss the non-debut of one Mercedes Monet on AEW this past week. The WWE is still cranking out compelling moments with Sammy and the Bloodline, and Bray Wyatt is still building out his character. So what the guys hope would be a satisfying conclusion. And in AEW, the television quality has increased over the last month or so, and this week delivered in a big way with the return of Adam Cole in a new market for AEW. They discuss both. Tyler gives us his thoughts on championship wrestling from Florida and the red, carp- red carpet rumble event from his backyard. Danny Limelight defended. Willie Mack appeared. And Kingston and Ortiz went in action. Check out the brothers from Gimmick Infringement, where you can check them out on the YouTube page of the 19 Media Group. They drop each and every early Monday morning. This is my late night delight nowadays. They drop they drop on the East Coast about approximately 2 a.m. Monday morning. I used to wake up to them. Now I go to sleep to them. Yeah. So check out those brothers. And also check out the gimmickinfringement.com page where you can check out Tyler's latest installment on the previously talked about article entailing some uh, changes in his childhood fandom that now since he's about to reach that tender age of, well, I'm not going to divulge his age. What, you think I'm a fucking fool? No, I'm not going to do that. But check it out anyway, and you'll you'll know exactly what I just withheld. <laughs> All those podcasts, damn. One, two, three, four. All four of those podcasts are a part of the 19 Media Group. Yeah, I ain't yelling because it's like almost 1230 in the morning, and my daughter Kay has school in the morning. My daughter Mia has work in the morning. And Mrs. Ooh has work in the morning. So I ain't going to be a part of the 19 Media Group. See, I did it anyway. Last but certainly not least, y'all know. Y'all know what time it is, right? It's time for y'all to get in tune with Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. His latest YouTube video, you know, Baltimore B More's number one reviewer, liquor reviewer, uh, concoction maker, uh, body bag taker, Body More Bottles. His latest review. He's reviewing the latest collab from Phil Tilt Brewing, a brewery located right there in Bmore. 
and the Humble Beer Society, the four faces of Foley series. If y'all not familiar with the four faces of Foley, we got the Cactus Jack. We got Dude Love. We got Mankind. And we got just plain old McFoley. So all, each beer, each IPA is a face of Foley. And he breaks them down. He tastes them. He lets y'all know what to rock with, what not to rock with. But trust and believe, you need to trust the brother. Body More Bottles on YouTube. Like and subscribe. What up, West Coast IPA gun? Yeah, salute. Salute, bro. So, yeah. Um, shoot. You heard me? <laughs> what the fuck up? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 it for this week. Um, like I said, very truncated kind of, even though I kind of like dragged this out. But there's just a lot of things I just need to get off my chest. And like I said, I, I've done a total 180 from how I thought I was going to do this. And I just made like a like an audible and just said, you know what, let me just crank this out and I'll give it out to the masses before I change my mind. Like I said, next week will be an episode. Um, check out the Instagram page of Mike Steph. Yeah, Mike underscore Steph for all the latest and when I will actually drop. It seems like lately I've been dropping either sometime between Sunday and Sunday and Tuesday morning. So yeah, probably be in that time frame. Oops. Probably not. Because I just remembered. No matter of fact, I can't say that until I come back next week. So I almost incriminate myself in doing some bullshit. Not not real bullshit, but regardless. I'm talking too much. That means I'm rambling. So you already know what time it is. It's time for me to get the fuck up out of here. I will speak to y'all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Seem colder in your summer
Save you. 